0: Okay. There we go. Um, So I'd like to introduce to you the owners, the writers, the everything behind the government theory. Okay, (laughs) Hillary Garland and Andrea Griffin. Come on over. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Hey! Have a seat. Okay, so the way that this typically works out, and I should have prefaced this in the beginning, I know nothing about them. <laughs> you, you can tell I actually might have possibly screwed up their names already. <laughs> so, uh, so I know absolutely nothing about the people that I interview leading into these podcasts. Um, so having said that, um, please educate me. Tell me a little bit about yourself.
1: Okay, well, my name is Hillary. As I introduced, um, I am a graduate of Youngstown State University. I graduated with um, my degree in marketing management. Um, I currently am a social media coordinator for the Cafaro Company, so I handle 12 different shopping centers social media accounts across the country. Um, so I do this daily, uh, eight hours a day, and then probably another five hours at home. Um, I'm obsessed with my dog, as many of... <laughs> Many people are, Uh, my dog Cooper is my baby and I honestly have really enjoyed writing again and getting back into fashion and that's really what my passion is. Andrea?
0: Okay, I don't
2: know how to lead off after that. (laughs) Um, I'm Andrea and I attend YSU for dietetics, which is food and nutrition. Um, I kind of got in this with Hillary just for a little something extra to do. A forced her at first. <laughs> yes, you did force me at first, but and then I kind of came to the idea, and just, it's been a really great experience just to work with her, and just kind of come up with new ideas for us, and it's been an adventure, and I'm excited to see where it goes.
0: So, um, having, you know, I, I don't know anything about the garment theory, and mm-hmm. I do know that it's based in fashion. Yes? Yes. <laughs> okay. I have to I have to be inquisitive because I am fashion declined. Like I don't I don't get it. I I'm wearing sambas, okay? I've been wearing these since seventh grade in high school. Okay, <laughs> I mean it's the same style of shoe for over a decade, well over a decade. Um to, to someone that knows nothing about fashion, mm-hmm. explain what the garment theory actually explain what it is, okay, and why you started it
1: okay so that's a fully loaded question but um we actually started it well i came up with the name i was literally you know taking a shower where i feel like everybody's best thoughts come and i just came up with this name and i'm like all right what am i doing with this name like should i i kind of wanted to start a clothing line and I'm like that's that's not happening yet like i just kind of didn't know what to do with it so then i of course for the past five years, I've had a New Year's resolution of starting a blog and no idea what to do with it, no clue what angle to go at it. So like okay, I have a blog and I have a name and then I buy a domain name and I don't even know what I'm using it for. It sat for seven months. Um, so I was at Starbucks the one day and I called her and I was like, listen, I was like, I'm gonna address you, take pictures of you, and post it online. She's like, okay. <laughs> like no, she wasn't idea. a stranger at that point. <laughs> no, she's like, okay, cool. So we just kind of started from there and then I was like, well, why would people care? Why would people want to read what we're writing? What What does it matter? Like, I know I wouldn't care if I saw somebody taking pictures of what they were wearing. And I'm like, you know what, I was like, we don't have this here. I was like, I can read blogs in New York City and LA and I'm like, I can't afford that $3,500 Chanel leather jacket that they're wearing and I can't wear that and I'm not going to wear that. So. I'm like I want to read something that's real and that I would be interested in going out and getting that outfit. So that's kind of like where that idea came about and then I'm like, well who's going to take our photos and who's going to do our hair and makeup? And I started meeting people and she met people too that, you know, they're like we're looking to build our portfolios. So they're, you know, aspiring makeup artists or they're, you know, we have a seasoned hairstylist that goes to, he's from here and he travels to New York City for Fashion Week every year. And so we have that talent here, and we just started to work with people and meeting different business owners and hearing their stories. And you know, they have no money for advertising. So we were like, we can give you photos. We can give you that content that you know, they obviously can't afford. And we both work for small businesses, so we know what that's like. So it's been uh, kind of a giving back relationship with a lot of people.
0: I have to ask. Um, so, did you grow up in Youngstown? Mm-hmm. You both grew up in Youngstown? Yeah. Okay. Um, whereabouts?
1: Lowville. Yes. Lowville? Yes. Okay.
0: okay. Um, one of the things that I, I think is interesting is so, your, your business model essentially, you have a blog. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, you're doing a lot of uh, content generation, you're, you're writing articles. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're generating photography, and you're styling that photography, too. So there's a lot of different skills involved mm-hmm. in just those two things, um, and uh, Out of curiosity, anyone in the audience start their own company, or do I have any entrepreneurs here? Okay, a few? Uh, <laughs> awesome. So uh, I myself uh, am uh, Maybe a, a little more seasoned entrepreneur. I started a company like a decade ago um, and uh, I made a ton of mistakes, mm-hmm. uh, but I gained so much practical knowledge. Um, before I ask you about like the skills you needed just to succeed with what you're doing, I want to know about your mistakes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Give me some examples, <laughs> if what? you got any. <laughs>
2: I'm sure we have. They 40. run perfect <laughs> business, everyone. Yeah. They're no. capable of. Their... Well, I just there were. Sometimes that we just didn't really know what to do so we just kind of like went with it and it turned out we could have done something better with it or taken a different route whereas we maybe kind of mm-hmm. stopped short or we could like we could have kept going with something and just kind of made it more of what it was.
0: Like photography or?
2: Um, just I think maybe reaching out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I would say too, like from like my side, because I handled like the website from like a technical aspect. I think starting a website, you need to look so far into the future. Whereas I just, I didn't plan it out. So now I'm going, I'm backtracking. So you know, we're looking at doing different things with our website, and it's like, well, if you would have started it out the right way, you wouldn't have to do that. So I think that's where like I find a lot of mistakes every day is like backtracking, on a website. Mm
0: The, the basic concept that I was sort of sneakily trying to introduce was this idea of, of failing forward especially mm-hmm. if you're starting a, a business that um, you have no you know practical experience with which is exciting um, and you know everything is so extreme like your successes are hey John <laughs> come on in man. Uh, everyone's welcome. Uh, your successes are, are like the biggest successes in the world. They're so much worth celebrating. And then like your highest highs, your lowest lows, uh, you know, it, it especially, you know, maybe after you've been doing it a while, it, it kind of right. tapers off uh, that, you know, that pit in your stomach feeling mm-hmm. and, you know, like, oh, great, I have this wonderful looking website, but... Uh, I have 80 hours of worth of work to do just to fix it. Yeah. Um, or, God mm-hmm. help you if there was an issue with a client or something like that, which, that's oh. a whole other podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. But um, this idea of failing forward and gaining that practical knowledge mm-hmm. and being able to build from that um, is so rewarding and valuable. Mm-hmm. And you don't necessarily learn that in school, like. Tell me about the moment, like, you just like the very moment you decided to start a business, and did you have any knowledge about starting a business before that?
1: I mean, obviously, going to a business school, I mean, you assume that you can easily start a business.
0: Assume.
1: <laughs> yes, assume. You yes. can, and, and now I'm, like, looking into things, and, you know, it was just, it was very overwhelming, and I just needed just... Some kind of guidance to walk you through and just tell you it'll be okay one step at a time and it's it's just a lot more different not only are you looking at starting a business you're looking at working with people and communication and you know you learn you do learn that in school but you know it's on a whole other level you're dealing with so many diverse backgrounds and people with different experience so that makes it really challenging but at the same time like you said it makes it really rewarding because you can kind of learn from other people and learn from your mistakes, which they do happen very often. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. Not touching that one. Nope. So, uh, what kind of what kind of work uh, do you outside of the blogging? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you're you're writing content, you're doing the blogging, but you have this opportunity to create or style advertising for local area businesses. Can you talk about uh, maybe a little bit about who you're working with, mm-hmm. if you can, because sometimes there's a non disclosure, okay? <laughs> being sensitive. Um, can you talk a little bit about who you've worked with and other types of companies or organizations that you would like to work with? And Andrea, okay. you can answer this one. Mm-hmm. You're so timid. Yeah. Listen up, it's okay. It's, there you go. Okay.
1: <laughs> She's the quiet one.
0: Moral support.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um,
0: you know what, let me just add to that. She may be the <laughs> quiet one, ladies and gentlemen, but she's the brains behind the software. Right? She knows what she's doing,
1: right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so recently we just did a photo shoot at um, Grove City Outlets um, two weekends ago. So we had the opportunity to work with um, six different stores on their property, and we had about two hours to – this is a race. I'm not even kidding you. I was exhausted after this, but – we had two hours to go to six different stores and put together three different outfits for both of us that would coordinate. And, and then not only that, we had to come home, get ready, head back out and then shoot the photos for three hours. So it was definitely an awesome experience, and would never do that, again. <laughs> do that <laughs> again. never wait till the day of, but you know that's been one of like our favorites so far just because it's been like you know, the largest one that we've done so far. And we've got a lot of great feedback from them as well. But I mean, other than that, like I love working with the larger companies and then we've worked with so many smaller companies that have put their whole life savings into what they're doing. And they're literally, you know, working to build their craft. And I mean, I've met so many people and she's met so many people that, you know, this is what they do. And you almost like, they tell you your story and, you know, they have like almost like a tear in their eye because they're like, this has to work, you know? so. It's great because, like, the one company we're working with is actually at the shop on Liberty Street. and um,
0: Shameless plug. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And um, she has actually a vendor there. It's called The Traveling Dog, and she makes handbags out of drapery, vintage drapery. And I saw her work, and I was like, this is amazing. I mean, she's using cork material, and it's just like, she's like, I don't know how to get my word out there. I don't know how to tell people what I'm doing, and that's kind of what we want to do, like, be those storytellers.
0: <laughs> Who was the client on that? For, For the Grove City shoots, it was a Grove, Grove C- City? Grove City. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. that uh, that's great. Yeah. So how long? I'll have to preface this a little bit. How long have you been doing the Garment Theory?
1: Um, it was a year in August. Yeah. No, July. July. July.
0: July. Okay, <laughs> a year in July, and yeah. and the outlets. That's a sizable client. I mean, there's yeah. there's some real uh, reputation there. Mm-hmm. And, there's Certainly a budget yeah. yes. uh, that's huge. Yeah. Um, how did you land that?
1: Um, they actually found our website through my great SEO skills <laughs> um, back in uh, it was April and they had actually a blogging style event which you know is something that we would look forward to doing something around here one day eventually. you know so we kind of went just to learn and kind of take what they're doing and see what we can learn from it and you know we went there and a lot of these bloggers were from Pittsburgh and they had a huge following, and they just, they didn't talk to us. Like, I mean, they were nice, but we just didn't feel like we fit into, like, what their looks were, and what they had in their head, and they were like this click, you know, so we kind of just stood back, and took it all in, and we're like, okay, this is all right, you know, we're different, but that's, that's fine, so then a couple weeks later, I, I just emailed the marketing director, and I'm like, listen, I was like, we could help you, you could help us. And you know, we just worked it out over the summer and got something set up in the fall.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what stores did you go to to try all these different outfits on? Again, see like, uh, I don't know anything about fashion. Like, <laughs> I shouldn't even be doing this podcast. Like like, I should be someone that knows something about, you know, I don't know what those are called. Those are shoes. Yes. I call those <laughs> shoes. Okay. Uh, how many different stores did you go to to try to find these, these different uh, good combinations of, of, of clothing? <laughs> clothing.
2: Yes. We went to six different stores, um, that being Charlotte Russe, we mm-hmm. went to um, Banana Republic, New York and Company, to count it off. <laughs> Levi's. Um, Levi's. 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 Uh, Lucky Brands and Aldo. Yeah. And we kind of just went from there and just kind of ran around a little bit to find our outfits and our looks. And it was a little tricky trying to find something, mm-hmm. but we ended up making it work by the time we came around to the photo shoot. And I'd say they turned out pretty good. <laughs> I'm happy with them.
0: <laughs> what, uh, what was the, the budget? Did you have to, money to spend or was it just like carte blanche, you do whatever you want?
1: They were actually just loaning the clothes, so we had to give them back.
0: (laughs) That's not a perk (laughs) to the job. You should be able to keep those.
1: I mean, we got paid, so it was our first paid one, so I'm (laughs) not complaining about that.
0: (laughs) You know what's interesting is uh, with your business, you can actually write off clothing. Mm -hmm. That's... To an extent. To an extent. Yes, I've looked into it. To an extent. But hey, you you can do that. It's like you run a restaurant, you can write off to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. Uh, I started the wrong business. I started a design company. I can't write off shit. Uh, Paper. I can write off paper. Uh, And and a portion of my house. And that's about it. Um, So you've been in operation for for about a year, a little Mm -hmm. over a year. you both. You're a student. You've got a day job, so this is more like passive income. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that I started my business in the same situation, and I know many people do that as well. It makes economic sense. You're able to, you know, sustain mm-hmm. your life while putting a few bucks here and there towards your your true goal, your right. true dream, your passion. Mm-hmm. Um, it took me maybe. Uh, no more than, I'd say about two years, two and a half years to start branching out. And like, I got an office in downtown Pittsburgh. I started taking on employees and, you know, Mm -hmm. I wasn't even, I was like 26 years old. It's terrifying. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have to, my passion actually stopped being that because I had to go out there and hustle and make all this money just to sustain employees. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, my trajectory as a business owner is vastly different Uh, From that of many, and if I had to do it over again, I would not do it that way. I would change things considerably. So, while it it didn't take me long to sort of skyrocket to the next level, um, what's it going to take for you two to leave your day jobs, or you know, graduate first? Don't (laughs) dare leave school. (laughs) That's what she tells me. Yeah, don't dare. What's it going to take? What's the next level up? What's that going to take? How long mm-hmm. is that going to take? What are what are the goals of, of your organization?
1: Hmm. That's a very putting you question. on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: Investors out there, listen. Yeah, up.
1: listen. Um, I think for us, like we don't really know yet. I mean, it's hard to say we would even get to this point. You know, we just started it on a whim and. I think for me to quit my day job, I obviously have like other passions too. I, I like to consult in social media as well. So I feel like that would help kind of sustain that if I had to, you know, break away from a full time job. But for us, like I think it's just bringing something back here and just bringing something that we can kind of make a statement for and, you know, not only locally, but also regionally as well. And we have, we have some big goals. We'd like to, eventually have, like, a clothing line out, you know, I mean, that's, that's...
0: Expand on that. I want to know more. Men's (laughs) is line
1: or just ladies?
0: Oh, just ladies. So so basically, there's no hope for me.
1: No. (laughs) Maybe eventually, but no, we'd love to do that. I mean, that's just something that we both have always had a passion for. I mean, I think we played with Barbies until we were probably too old to play with that stuff because we just enjoyed that so much, and... We would love to have a clothing line, something that represents like our style. I mean, I don't know how many of you go in a store anymore these days and have no clue what to even buy because everything looks like crap. Like everything is just—I, I I don't know how I would fit my left leg in some of these shorts. Tell (laughs) us how you
0: really feel. uh,
1: I know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's ridiculous. So we like, you know, for us to say, you know, this is like what people want to wear, and actually give people the options of what to wear, and that's just something we'd also like to do, and then. I know personally for me, like, um, we'd also want to give back too. So I actually started this Instagram account the other night, and it kind of bounced off of Alicia Keys' no makeup movement. I don't know if anybody saw that.
0: Pret- pretend we haven't heard. of okay. it, a Okay. Okay. So
1: um, Alicia Keys did not wear any makeup to the VMAs on Sunday, um, and this was—I mean, this is huge. I mean, she's iconic for her beauty and fashion and everything. So. I've had this idea in my head of a Instagram account where people can submit photos um, without any makeup on, and every photo they submit, we would donate one product to a woman in need that would help with skincare. I mean, how many women feel, I mean, not even that you don't have to wear makeup, because I know for me makeup makes me feel good, but just to say, you know what, let's give them a bar of soap that will clean their, you know what I mean, just stuff like that. So. That's like my big idea. And then when I heard Alicia Keys did that, I'm like, yep, we're doing this. So I sat the other night. I'm like making this Instagram account. I'm like posting all these selfies of celebrities and just trying to get, you know, some attention. But like that to us like would be another goal of ours. And then the third goal would be to um, cyberbullying is just something really important to us. I mean, I was a little bit older when it really, you know, I was AOL Instant Messenger. That's what I did. But I know I got bullied on there, you know, and I couldn't imagine now being a young girl in today's world, and especially as bloggers, and we're on the, you know, we're online, we're on social media all the time. You know, there's times where we'll get photos back from a photographer and I'll look at myself and I'm like, oh gosh, no. You know, I start tearing myself apart and she does the same thing and we look at each other and we're like, no, like that is not how you handle it. And I could not imagine being vulnerable and a young girl in today's world and not be able to get yourself out of that and be able to snap back. So that's like one thing we love to do is just Start some kind of program or something locally because I know we don't have anything. Just to go and speak and help girls and give them that like guidance and that you know that reassurance that you'll get through it and you know you'll be okay and whatever people say to you doesn't matter online. So Mm
0: -hmm. thoughts? I think she covered it. She likes to talk, so I just let her go. Every every company (laughs) needs to have a figurehead. Yeah. yeah, and like I said, brains behind the operation.
1: Exactly. And, yeah, uh, those are all her you're plotting ideas. Plotting and scheming
0: <laughs> on the back end, and that's right. totally fine. <laughs> um, it, one of one of the things that I really want to address, is, and I'm so glad to hear that you have this nonprofit mission behind mm-hmm. your company. Um, you know, I, I'm recognizing this more and more with startups, mm-hmm. uh, particularly um, you know startups that are not necessarily technological. In nature, like they're not a technology company. Basically, mm-hmm. um, there's there is a, a focus on driving profit, uh, making money, and becoming sustainable. But profit, at the end of the day, is not necessarily the the top primary mm-hmm. goal. And hearing that you have like this nonprofit spirit behind mm-hmm. what you're doing, and your profit generates or sustains that that nonprofit side is incredibly uh, just refreshing Mm -hmm. because you know not a lot of uh, not a lot of employers particularly the ones that you know some students graduate college and then they go get a job and and that's it like not a lot of these bigger companies necessarily have that that nonprofit drive behind them and Mm -hmm. for entrepreneurs to do that at this early in the game like you're setting a standard that you will practice 10 years from now, 15 years from now. In fact, more to this point, that ambition on the nonprofit side will probably grow and grow and thrive. And uh, ultimately, maybe that's kind of like where your ultimate, you know, your mm-hmm. passion's really going to be fashion and consultation and being a, uh, uh, a stylist for RJ. <laughs> um, you know, sustaining you on the day job, but mm-hmm. really it's. All that money is going to go back to, to creating this goodwill and mm-hmm. effort, and um, that's remarkable to see. And and I'm not as well versed on the the legality or the legalities or even the concept, but the idea of a B corporation, a mm-hmm. benefits corporation. Um, this is a this is an entity that sort of has a for-profit business model, but a non-profit. Uh, mission behind it. Do you, do you folks, do you two see yourself as like a B Corp in the form of, I'm assuming mm. you're an LLC, or? We're
1: working on that. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah. okay. You I haven't
0: incorporated help. yet. That's, no. that's totally fine. Hopefully yeah. you got that uh, that DBA taken care of. Just yeah. pretend you did. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> um, that's okay. Uh, you've had this success thus mm. far. Um, but this is actually beneficial because you could easily form an LLC. Mm-hmm. And, but maybe you should explore this B Corporation that has a certification behind it, and uh, that certification has value, Mm -hmm. like, some organizations may be more willing to hire you because you have that. So you stand out from everyone else, Mm -hmm. you know, Stephanie's got an LLC, Sarah in the back's got an LLC, but you're a B Corp, and your game is different. Yeah. So. Are you going to be 50-50 owners? (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. I mean, we kind of have to. We're related by blood, so, (laughs) you know. (laughs) No, yeah, we're, I mean, I know she's in it just as I am, and I know with her going to school for dietetics, it kind of brings, like, a different different aspect to things, you know, when you're looking at your health and, and everything like that. So, I think so.
0: Why did you go into that program?
2: Um, well, I first well, first, yeah, what is it,
0: and then why'd you go into
2: it? Okay, so... Because I'm done. No, you're fine. Okay, so, well, first, actually, sorry. first, actually, I went undecided for my first year, and I just really had, I had no more drive. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, I would talk to a lot of people, and just, I didn't really find anything that was, like, my calling, whatever, like, just nothing interests me, and I didn't, I didn't feel the need to finish college, and she actually I can give her the credit for this. Hillary is the one who's actually gotten me to this point in college. She has Yeah. Jones got right. Jones got it right. yeah. um, she has backed me up. She's pushed me. She told me not to give up and just keep going and that's how I I actually work in the provost office at YSU, I talked to some people um, and they kind of got me to where I could speak with somebody that will help me to figure out a career option and um, I just ran into dietetics and it's something that really interests me I've been interested in food and nutrition and just kind of like the healthier way or and another thing about food and nutrition it's also helping people Mm -hmm. Um, you could go hospital setting you could do like nursing home and it's just kind of I like to help people, and I feel like that's how I could give back and help them with my, just kind of showing them and helping them kind of thing, and that's how I just kind of fell into it. And I enjoy all my classes that we just started up, and I'm hoping that <laughs> it's just gonna take me to where I want to go. And
0: yeah, so. so, how do you feel about being an entrepreneur?
2: Um, it's definitely different. <laughs> um, this is probably the busiest I've ever been. <laughs> the meetings, the photo shoots, um, mm-hmm. doing the blogs, getting them going and just kind of having a set schedule for some things and it's just kind of been different but I, I really enjoy it. It's nice.
0: <laughs> Follow-up question. Yes. How do you feel about being a student and an entrepreneur?
2: Well, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> um, it's It is a lot of work. Um, She knows that when I'm in school, it's a little bit harder for me to have meetings. So, like, actually, Wednesdays are our day that we set aside for anything that we need to catch up during the week, anything that we need to take care of, and just kind of... It's nice that she knows that when school starts, that's, like, my main focus, Mm -hmm. and it's just kind of nice to have that. (laughs) Because with any job, you know that's not... (laughs) Like off campus, that's not how it is. Oh no, this not at all. No.
0: not at all. <laughs> so, um, well, I, I definitely want to commend you, um, you both for, for for starting what you're doing, mm-hmm. for starting your your eventual formalized business, right. but <laughs> starting your passive business, mm-hmm. um, and you know. Especially credit to you, Andrea, for, for taking the, this plunge in entrepreneurship while being a student. You know, you, you talk about being super busy right now. As an entrepreneur, that's only, you're only going to get busier. But you know, one of the things that I think you should find the most value in is that you're carving out your own path. You know, you are not reliable on anyone except yourself for the opportunities and the successes that you have. And that is not necessarily something that every person, let alone active college student, can do. Or even active full-time employee at X Corporation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not cut out for everyone. And to see you have successes early on is going to incentivize that 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 duration you're going to endure and you know you'll have to pivot when you have mm-hmm. issues that, that come up, be it with clients or whatever. Um, you're not making a higher salary because she's <laughs> taking all the money from the company. In okay. Uh, but, um, you know, when you graduate, you, you you're not afraid. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have to Because like, well, I started my own thing. I'm not afraid. Uh, and this, this idea of being, uh, fearless in, regarding your future is, is very liberating, I would mm-hmm. hope, yes. for you. So, um congratulations Thank you. Um, if you both wouldn't mind um, where can where can we learn more about you what you're doing how can we get involved how we how can we support you mm-hmm. um, so on so forth addendum and <laughs> <laughs> Um
1: well you can find us we have a website thegarmenttheory.com um, we are on get ready for this we're on Facebook Tumblr YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and we were on Snapchat, but then Instagram Stories just, you know, yeah. So, um you can find us on any probably any of your favorite social media channels. Um and as far as like helping us out, we're always looking to collaborate. So if you know of anybody that's looking for something or they just want to get their the name out there, um we do a lot of features on businesses, local businesses. We'll go in, interview the owner, kind of take some photos. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's that's pretty much where we're at right now.
0: Cool. Well, I, I do have uh, one one job for you. It might be a pro bono one, mm-hmm. but um, outside of this shirt that I'm wearing, Professor Thompson has no style. So maybe you can <laughs> help me class it up a little bit. You know, um, I, I mean, I I think this is a styling shirt, but uh, I mean. I'm wearing, so to give you a frame of reference here, uh, so I teach, so I have to look somewhat, I am in art, so I don't necessarily have to look professional, (laughs) let alone presentable. But you can look
1: creative.
0: Yes, so, but like, I've got the button-up shirts and everything, it's like, yeah, I bought those three years ago. (laughs) I I do not buy new clothes, Uh, you you know, so I'm I'm totally fine with jeans and white t-shirts, so... (laughs) You gotta help me out. Okay. And you'd be doing my wife a, a huge <laughs> solid by, by contributing. So, uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for your time. And wishing you both the absolute best. And I uh, hope you uh, conquer the fashion world relatively soon. Thank you. Cool. Thank, thank you. <laughs> All right. That's the garbage you.